Welcome to Sex Talk with Erica Miley. Erica Miley here. Just you and me today. I really wanted to take an opportunity to essentially revisit and uh, this whole season and, and talk about where we've been through this season. And I also wanted to talk to you listeners about where we're going in the next season. Uh, I also wanted to talk about like some of the things that are coming up for me as a human. So to kick us off, I want to revisit some of the things that we have talked about over uh, these wonderful last few weeks. I got to talk to first in the very beginning of the season to Shauna Potter from War on Women. And we talked all about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> and what does it mean to be a performer and uh, a woman and learn to explore yourself, uh, hold your own boundaries with yourself and others and and be a musician. And all, all that being said, we're, we're talking about this in the midst of a pandemic where Shauna wasn't even getting to perform still probably more than likely as, as I sit here in February re recording this, uh, more than likely has not returned to performing because we're still in the middle of bless all the people on the internet who are calling the, the pandemic, lots of different things like the pandemonium. And I believe credit is, uh, to the wonderful black community for giving us all of these wonderful other words. Um, I, I'm, as I've been thinking about doing recording this wrap up episode, I've just been thinking about how the, the pandemic has really like informed a lot of the, these conversations, uh, especially, uh, with Susan Bratton, um, Susan and I did the sex trends of 2021. We did the sex trends of 2020 and, and together and uh, the pandemic completely upended it all. And Susan and I talked about that. Uh, she talked a little bit about getting COVID herself and trying to deal with that. We and I know so many of you have dealt with the pandemic impacting your own sexual life, your, your relationships, your, your families. I hear from my clients every single day, how the pandemic is impacting them, whether overtly or covertly. I also talked, uh, with the wonderful Dr. Bianca Loreno, who, and we talked a lot about power and intersectionality and race and, how does not only just like the field of sexuality, sex therapy, sex educators, uh, any person who's in academia, like how do how does that impacted by our identities and our various identities and how do we communicate those things? 
And if those of you who are interested and who need CEUs, remember that uh, Bianca is offering uh, wonderful CEUs for those who are in different fields around fat sex. And what does it look like when you are embracing bodies? And what does it mean to embrace every body at every size? We also talked about anxiety this season. I feel like I talk about anxiety in almost probably every episode, maybe. Uh, but me and my my wonderful mentor, Ricky Siegel, talked a lot about how the pandemic in particular has shown up for our clients, shown up for us, and how much people are trying to just have any desire at all and how much the pandemic has increased fear in such a way that it has eliminated desire for some people. It has uh, maybe increased masturbation at times just to try to cope with stress overall. I also later um, this this the next interview that I'm going to talk about. I'm, it's one of the interviews I'm actually really, really proud of because I I not only did I listen to it back, but I just um from from my end and because I'm not going to speak for Joan Joan Price I really enjoyed and got a lot of myself uh, out of my conversation with Joan Price and we talked about sex at any age and how does aging and how we see aging impact our ability to uh, see our bodies, understand our bodies are going to develop and change throughout our entire lifespan. And that often culturally we're taught that <laughs> then our development stops, I think, in like our 20s. <laughs> I think that that's the underground or overt message sometimes that the 20 year old body is what you should expect from yourself and that sex and pleasure belongs in your 20s. And that's the only time um, it's not that we're getting these messages like all the time overtly, but a lot of times the only bodies we ever see are that of uh, the youthful appearance. Right. So getting to talk to Joan about how our bodies develop and change and can experience pleasure in lots of different segments of our lives, I think was really impactful for me. And I hope it was impactful for you. And if you haven't listened yet, go, go, go listen to that. That was, um, that episode's probably one of the fa my favorite, probably, uh, I would say in the top 10, top 10, top five, maybe even that I've ever recorded. So go listen to that one. Joan is a, a kick too. So if you get to follow anyone on Twitter, Joan's great. Uh, also, I, I got to talk with the amazing author, Jane Boone. We talked about her book, Edge Play, which is all about embracing uh, a power dynamic uh, a, a uh, from the perspective of the person who is the, the lead character. She in essentially starts to explore a going from working in the financial industry to working in uh, and becoming a dominatrix. And what does that look like? What is that like? And how does that express itself? Not only in her own individual intimate life, but also in her, the life that she shows other people. 
Um, the book is a lot of fun, super hot. Um, and Jane (laughs) just, uh, it was such a, so, so much fun. Jane sent me that, sent me that book and it was tied up like some of the people and the characters in the book. And just, just again, another really, really fun, uh, that's the, that's the selfish part of my podcast is yes, I get to explore and give loads of free free information to all of you. But the selfish part is that I get to talk to these folks. I get to talk to people and, and hear what they nerd out about. (laughs) And that's what keeps coming back. Not only all of you, my listeners, but what keeps me coming back is getting to have these wonderful conversations. We also, uh, I, I also talked to an incredible financial dominatrix, Miss, Mistress Harley, like just so much fun uh, to talk to someone who has taken and made a career out of something that I think that especially in the pandemic, many more people are starting to explore. And I hope, I hope this, I I don't know um, that this will be the case. It's just something that I hope for. I hope the pandemic has helped some of us be able to see that sex work is a valid form of work for, for those who are not, who are doing it because they choose it and not because it's coercive to them. That. There are many, many people who have shifted their livelihood to OnlyFans and maybe a different other kind of sex work because of the economic, uh, the, the economic complete changes that have happened as a result of the pandemic. People losing their careers, losing their jobs, losing their businesses and using sex work as a way to support themselves and their families and or maybe an interest that they've had and never gotten to actually do. So this season was filled with really, (laughs) I didn't, I didn't expect, I didn't expect that this season would have a theme, but the theme ended up being the pandemic. (laughs) I, 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 uh, I don't think it could have been any other way really. I, I, I strive to make this show about what not only just I'm interested in, but the things that are happening, actually happening to you in the here and now. And I think that the, the pandemic being the theme of this, this season was essentially what it needed to be, because that's what we're, we've all been facing. We've all been facing absolute and complete upheaval. Our, our lives have changed in innumerable ways. And this season kind of explores in different facets how and why. So I hope if you haven't heard the whole season that you go back and listen to it all. Please, 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 pretty please. <laughs> but also, I hope that this this season has given you opportunity to know that you are not alone in your struggle, that every single one of us, myself included, have struggled and been in a lot of pain and trying to navigate now what life looks like in the face of that pain. 
And what does it mean to find pleasure when you're going through deep, deep, deep amounts of pain? And I'm not going to say that the next season isn't going to have elements of the pandemic in it as well. Like, we don't know how long this is going to be. There's hope, of course, that most of us, if not all of us, will be vaccinated by the summertime and that we'll be able to return to some sort of semblance of a life by then. But we don't know. We just we just don't know. And I think that ambiguity is 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 exhausting, especially for the length of time that we've all been navigating it. I I know that I've said in other episodes of this season that we're actually built fairly well to withstand like brief emergency. And by brief, I mean that that very that time varies for every person. But like we're we actually can handle short bursts of emergency. Our threat systems built fairly well with that for that. It's this chronic emergency that has exhausted all of us physiologically, psychologically, psychologically and 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 made us all have to think about our lives in a very, very different way. So I could wax poetic about the, the pandemic for many a minute. <laughs> but mostly, uh, I, I hope that this, this season uh, was of value to you. And um, I, I definitely want you to shoot me an email or... or Review view on iTunes if that is the case and or if there's something you'd like to hear. I'd love to hear from you. You can always shoot me an email or or get at me in some of the socials. If you, there's there's an issue you would love for me to cover. I'm always happy to do that um, and shout out the listeners that that would like that. Because, of course, I get suggestions from listeners and listeners say, don't say anything. Don't tell anybody I told you this. I can I can keep your privacy as well. So whatever you got, bring it on. Um, so a little taste of, of what's to come. Hey, quick break from the action. Sorry for interrupting y'all, but it's important to acknowledge that life has become seriously difficult for many of you these days with the world feeling chaotic. I I mean, I don't know about you, but a pandemic sure did it for me. Uh, So many big feelings about all of it and the state of our world. It's impacted our daily lives. It's hindered us from planning and interrupted our mental and sexual health. I just want to take a minute to remind you that I'm not just a sex nerd. I'm a mental health therapist and I have a team of other like-minded badass therapists that are able to help you out. All my therapists are experienced and have been trained around sexuality, along with direct consultation with me if they need it. My mental health practice is completely online, so you can stay your butt at home and you don't have to park anywhere. It's really great that way. (laughs) With the lighter restrictions because of the pandemic, we're able to serve more people all over the United States and expats living all over the world and immigrants from all over the world. Just head to mentalandsexualhealth.com and sign up up for a free consultation. I'm adding more highly trained therapists regularly, all comfortable with talking about sex. Again, that's mentalandsexualhealth.com. Okay, let's get you back to the show. So this isn't uh, 
this isn't about to me breaking up with sex talk. I just want to say that like you're not going to this isn't a build up for me to let everybody down. That's not at all what's happening. But I switched to a seasonal uh, format because just because I mean, a big part of it was the pandemic and my ability to manage uh, my client's pain and be able to produce content for you that was worth a damn diminished by a lot. I was doing a week, an episode every week for just about two years, every single week. I will pretty much 52, 52 weeks in the year. Um, and I, so I needed to scale back on things that would allow me then to put that effort into my clients and then what little was left over for my family and myself. So we're going to continue on the seasonal path because I am, I'm still tired y'all. I'm doing better than I was. I'm, I'm, uh, I had many and many listeners reach out to me when I was dealing with some pretty significant oppression myself who, who were concerned. And uh, I appreciate that very, very much. I'm doing quite a bit better, but the pandemic's still going on, right? Like my client's pain is still, it's not as acute as it was, but it is still quite heavy. Um, especially as people now are dealing with, uh, either job loss or um, family loss, not only just because of COVID, but because of like, we had just had huge, a huge, huge storm in, in Texas that caused a lot of people pain because of uh, the winter weather that came that absolutely uh, knocked out the power and obliterated some people's ability to get to work and, and, uh, I was checking on some of my colleagues and friends, um, Adam Maurer, who's been on the show, uh, uh, Adam safe y'all just letting you know. Um, but it's, it's scary. We've been through a lot of scary shit over the last (laughs) lots of the last five years, but over the last two, we've been through as a, as a, especially as a world through a lot of scary shit. So um, I'm going to keep showing up for you. I just have to do it in short bursts <laughs> in seasons. Uh, but that being said, uh, some of the things that are coming up, uh, for me, I am in the middle of working on my dissertation for my PhD. I finished all of my coursework, which is really cool. Um, the nerdery continues, <laughs> but the district, I'm doing my dissertation on ADHD, women and sex. And so I, I say that out loud to let you all know that I'm going to be keeping you all up to date with what I'm finding and what I'm discovering and what research I'm reading, what books I'm reading, um, because that's going to it has and will continue to take up a lot of my brain space. So I figure why not share that journey with you all so you can uh, <laughs> listen to me essentially create uh, something else. Yes. Not another podcast episode, but, um, explore a topic that is near and dear to my own heart, but also near and dear to many of my clients' hearts. I actually work with, um, a lot of people in my practice that deal with ADHD, uh, who have vulvas and have very specific sexual concerns. 
and they share some patterns. Big surprise. We are patterned creatures and we have uh, across our species, we have lots of different kinds of patterns. Uh, this pattern has uh, not been explored very much in depth. Um, so far, if uh, and to be completely honest, I, I'm not going to be bold as to say that I'm going to be the first person to have ever explored this, but I have yet to find a study. I've not found a study on ADHD, people with vulvas, and sex. So I am doing as much diving as I possibly can to try to find anything related to this. Um, luckily, uh, to somebody who's been on the show that y'all have heard, uh, prior, not this season, but the prior episodes, uh, Dr. Ari Tuckman, uh, has done some work around couples and ADHD, um, and sexuality. And so, um, I, I would imagine I might have Ari come back on in, in the coming, in the coming episodes, just so that we can talk about not only what I'm investigating, but how it relates to what we know about ADHD generally. Um, it, uh, overall, the thing I'm finding again and again, not only just with my clients, but in the research that I do is that uh, women overall have, have had their medical standards, essentially, um, the standards for their bodies, their experiences and their reports. A lot of the research that has happened in history not only just medically, but psychologically as well, has been from a penis lens or a male lens. Uh, so often when women go to the doctor, their needs and, and, and wants and, and complaints are ignored or minimized. Uh, their experience with chronic illness is often minimized. Their experience with... <laughs> uh, uh, if they menstruate, the, the symptoms around that is minimized. So that, that really led me to want to explore how do people experience ADHD and how does that experience shape how they want to have pleasure. So... I'm going to uh, be filling, filling your ears with a lot of that and what I'm thinking and how I'm reading research and all of those things. So I'll tell you what I can when I can. There is a process to doing research for some of you who are listening. Maybe you've done research or maybe you're not all that familiar with research. There is a process to it. So and part of that process is is protecting participants identities or things like that. So I'll tell you what I can when I can, just like I, I do with uh, the stuff I hear from about my clients. Also, I'm going to make sure um, one of the things that uh, I have to do is I have to go through what's called a, an IRB board review. So that means that essentially they'll take a look at all the things I'm doing to study this and make sure that it's not of any harm or minimized harm to the people who participate in my research. Uh, this board, by the way, was made because, <laughs> uh, let's be real, my field, the field of psychology generally uh, and the medical fields generally have done uh, really ethically questionable things during research. Um, if you're curious about any of those things, is a quick Google of like, 
the Milgram study or the Stanford prison experiment will show you very quickly that we've needed to have limitations and ways to explore um, how we get to the patterns behaviorally and inside of us, uh, but without creating with creating as little harm to people as we can. But it hasn't always been the case that we had those limitations or someone to review our our expectations to make sure that people were protected. So uh, I'm going to um, make sure that all of you who want to participate in the research get to. I'm going to make sure that uh, I announce it on the podcast and everywhere else. If you are a person who... Uh, has a vulva and wants to uh, understand how your experience of sexuality is impacted by ADHD, I will make sure that you have the opportunity, if you can, to be able to participate. If you want to, that is. No pressure. No pressure for me at all. Also, um, some of you may have seen on the, some of the social medias, we have, we have an intern, uh, that has joined our practice, the center for mental and sexual health. Uh, the first, uh, intern that I've ever gotten to have, which has been really, really cool experience. Um, and this, uh, I, I'm going to shout out Shiloh, um, Shiloh, uh, is our has been our first intern and has essentially been writing uh, the program for the future interns to come that are non-clinical interns. So this is an intern that is exploring essentially how does a a uh, private practice in mental and sexual health operate and how does that look out into the world? How do you get clients? How do clients find you? How do you give free information? How does all of that work? Uh, and Shiloh has been doing wonderful, wonderful work for us. And, uh, we, so we now have the intern, uh, spot open. Uh, it's not open yet. Shiloh's not finished with her internship yet, but, um, it is, if you would like to become a sex nerd in training and are interested in interning for our practice, uh, we are happy to have you. Uh, it just depends, of course, on what you're, if, if we're a good fit for what your university is requiring of you. So, uh, there's just, there's been a ton that's been happening. There's, there's a ton that we did in this, this season and in the next season, uh, I'm going to be spending a lot of time focusing on the experience of people with vulvas. I'm going to be experience, I'm going to be spending a lot of time on the female perspective. So it's not to leave you out, penis owners, but to just prepare you that this next season, the focus will be on the ever wonderful and uh, not studied enough <laughs> vulva. So if those of you who do have penises or those of you who do have vulvas have questions or very specific topics, I'm again, game for those. Hit me up. Also, another thing happening 
me and Dr. Nazanin Moali, who both I know uh, you have heard of her. She's been on my show. I've been on her show. We've done crossover episodes that uh, she is my sister in podcasting. Uh, we are dear friends and we really enjoy working together on things. And so we decided to work on figuring out how to offer more sexuality and mental health resources to all of you. So we actually created a survey that is still available for you to take if you would like to. Uh, the link will be in the show notes to this episode, but also I've kind of posted it all over social media so that if you'd like to participate, you're more than welcome. This isn't necessarily research that will be published or anything like that. This is more like research on not how can she and I help all of you get access to the things that you really need help with. Um, because one of the gaps that her and I see again and again for people, especially, uh, especially women is access to proper sexual health, not only just education, but resources in general. So access to information about the pelvic floor, access to information about how to get the proper birth control that doesn't impact your hormones in a way that is intolerable for you. Like there, there's just a, there's a, there's a ton of wealth of information and, uh, Naz and I think we have lots and we have lots and lots of ideas about how, what these needs are and how to meet them. But we want to hear from you specifically on what your needs are. And her and I are exploring different ways to do that. Uh, an app, a, a website, or lots of different things that we can offer you. Uh, but uh, we just want to, we want some data to make sure that we're walking the right path. You know, again, we're nerds and we can, <laughs> her and I can, can find lots and lots of things to talk about and offer. But if it's not what you really need, then, you know, we're just throwing stuff to the wind. So I think I think, <laughs> I think that covers all the things, question mark. Um, again, there'll be a little break between now and the next season. Uh, I do not know off the top of my head how long that will be. Um, but I've already got interviews booked, so it will not be forever. I promise you that. So I am very, very excited to be bringing people to you. Um, and in the meantime, listen to the whole season if you haven't already. In the meantime, if you haven't uh, left a review on iTunes or iTunes, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> uh, if you haven't left a review on Apple Podcasts, please do so. It really does help the show get found. And you can find the show in lots of different places. Uh, if you're listening now, obviously you found it in one of them, but... Uh, any of the ways that you can share this show, I would really appreciate you doing so. So many of us, um, uh, so many of us podcasters, uh, I know I have a few podcasters who listen to this show who also have their own shows. We're all, uh, seeing a, a small decline in podcast listenership. And, uh, uh, the idea is that a lot of people are working from home or, maybe lost their jobs that required a commute. And a lot of people were listening to podcasts on those commute times or maybe on their lunch when they had the time to walk or when they had peace and quiet away from their household. 
So listen whenever you can, however you can. And please, please, please share the podcast with anybody that you can. Uh, I am uh, eternally grateful to every single one of you listeners. Uh, I am eternally grateful to the listeners who reach out to me and tell me how uh, the show has helped them. It is so wonderful to hear from you and hear that the show is helpful to you because I am sitting here right now as I'm recording this episode, talking to my computer screen by myself. (laughs) So I don't know, uh, how you feel about it a lot of the time. I I feel very lucky when I get to know. <laughs> so uh, again, I appreciate you all. And if you do have any questions or would love to hear something specific, please feel free to reach out either by email, erica at ericamiley.com and uh, any of the socials, Facebook, Twitter. I spend more time to be completely honest with you on TikTok and Twitter than I do anywhere else. Uh, I do have a, a Facebook group. If you're a therapist and you're listening, I do have a Facebook group for fellow helpers, whether you're a therapist, a doctor, what, what, ha- what other your help, whatever your helping profession is. I have a Facebook group for professionals that would like to know more and understand their client's perspective or their patient's perspective around sexuality. So you're more than welcome to join us there. And again, more. if you haven't checked out uh, TikTok yet, TikTok's a lot of fun. Um, that's uh, at Sex Talk with Erica on TikTok. I've had a lot of fun just making little videos uh, about uh, sexuality and the experience of sexuality. Um, I've had some fun stitching some videos of like misinformation or people who don't understand what body parts are or how they work, which, you know, no joke. I will say again and again on this show, we were definitely not prepared well to understand our genitalia or how it works or how it operates or how we operate it with others. And so no shame here, but it's also really, really funny to see some of these videos, to be completely honest with you. (laughs) So I hope the beginning of 2021 begins to improve for all of you. I wish all of you health. I wish all of you peace and thanks for listening. I'll see you in the next season.